Good morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. It's Tuesday the 9th of May after the long bank holiday weekend. I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. I got a some big schedule ahead here for one to one, both today and tomorrow. Yep, two days of that in in London. Um, so yeah, let's get into the uh, the news. Let's start with uh, Rainbow Rare Earths, who've announced a significant placing of seven and a half million pounds. Yes, that's right. Uh, seven and a half million pounds, nine and a half million dollars U.S. Uh, roughly here, uh, which uh, came in uh, much of it from existing shareholders, uh, uh, and, but it was uh, a placing at a 28% premium to the uh, price as of May the 5th. So well done them on this. Uh, and this uh, will allow them to cover their financial requirements beyond the end of the first quarter of 2024 and will get them into operation on a pilot plant basis for their Falaborwa uh, rare earths from uh, uh, phosphate uh, tails uh, project in South Africa. And it will also complete the uh, definitive feasibility study. So. Uh, nicely cashed up then in order to uh, advance uh, Falaborwa in uh, particular here for uh, pilot scale production. Yeah, in the current environment, that's a pretty impressive raise. So, um, yeah, credit to them there. Um, another financing this morning um, to look at uh, into capital metals. Yes, Capital Metals, a name that we haven't really talked about before, and it's a quite small one that uh, otherwise hadn't listed that long ago here. In their particular case, they have uh, uh, signed a non-binding uh, memorandum of understanding with a Chinese Shenzhen-listed uh, firm by the, game, by the name of LB Group, and this is to... Uh, provide uh, funding in order to get their um, capital metals uh, Sri Lanka mineral sands uh, into production. Uh, the indicative terms, which would have to be finalized no later than the end of July, and it does still require capital metals shareholder approval, would uh, uh, be in line with a 50-50 joint venture between LB Group and, and uh, Capital Metals on future on this project. Uh, it would include uh, LB Group providing the financing for uh, PEA study as well as for the follow-on uh, capital expenditure of $81 million U.S. for processing facility. Uh, for this uh, activity, and the intent is to achieve 1.65 million tons per annum as a mining rate on these uh, licenses in Sri Lanka. LB or Capital Metals would uh, essentially begin receiving joint venture profits as soon as ships shipments began, and they think that it would only take a, about a 12-month period for a uh, processing plant to be built once a final investment decision had been made. And LB Group intends to take 100% of the heavy mineral concentrate and ilmenite uh, offtake. So definitely a good deal if they can get the signatures together be uh, between Capital Metals with this uh, 
Furbin, which is a major titanium sponge uh, and a pigment producer in China. Uh, yes, one of the first non-lithium Chinese deals was seen for a while um, after all the geopolitical issues that have risen over the last uh, two years. And I guess now that uh, Western capital markets have um, tightened up a bit, um, companies are starting to go back to, to China as a as a funding option. Um, and it's interesting that they came that the Chinese have come in on this project at uh, the PEA level, essentially not at feasibility. So it does indicate a sense of urgency, I think, for some of these uh, uh, Chinese firms in order to secure uh, raw material supplies as well. Yeah, I suspect that's partly due to that relatively short timeline after the PEA through to first production and the simple nature of uh, mineral sands projects compared to other mining projects. I'm not sure PEA stage would be appropriate outside of something like lithium where you need to do a lot more metallurgical engineering work before going to production. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's also some news out from um, Tirupati Graphite, which you've been looking at recently, Paul. Yes, that's right. Uh, they put a f out a full year a production and trading statement here for the period which uh, ends the 30 ended the 31st of March. Uh, all in the uh, plus column here as far as uh, uh, output uh, prices uh, and uh, uh, sales is concerned here. Uh, a 50% increase in quantity sold and shipped to just under 4,000 tons in this fiscal year 2023. A gross profit which rose by 170% year on year to 1.4 million pounds sterling and a and uh, total production that uh, had risen by uh, 60% to 4,700 tons of, uh, of uh, graphite concentrates. Also nice to see the basket price realized per ton of graphite sold also increased by 17% during the period to 726 pounds uh, sterling uh, per ton for their graphite cons. They're feeling very uh, uh, bullish as well about the uh, um, the demand uh, coming forward here from their flake bracket, uh, graphite products as well. So they are pushing ahead to try to get their uh, two projects uh, in as developments uh, into processing capacity at 30,000 tons per annum. So uh, all looking uh, fairly positive there here at this point. Uh, they did actually have a cost of production fall per ton as well to just 318 pounds sterling. So it's nice to see the improvement in efficiency as well with the higher production rate. Very good. Um, okay, Paul, unless there's anything else, I think we'll call it a day there. I uh, just to mention real quickly that uh, TSX listed Goldshore uh, resources had put out their new uh, resource statement for their moss mine in uh, uh, in uh, Canada to uh, over 6 million ounces inferred, which is a nice increase of about one third to 40% or so in total resources 
uh, on that uh, set of gold deposits. So uh, there is still uh, open to uh, further extensions of uh, of resources and capacity with further drilling, but uh, it is growing in size, definitely. Yeah, I think that'll be useful for the uh, PEA after those metallurgical results recently. Mm -hmm. All Very right. Good. Thanks, Paul. Speak yep. to you soon. See you then.